Welcome to Kramer Says. Kramer Says. Be part of the show at KramerSays.com. Interact on Twitter at KramerSez. Now, Kramer Says. Welcome back, bitches. My name is Kramer. This is the Kramer Says Podcast. It is Saturday, July 2nd. We are in the 4th of July weekend, right on the precipice of a civil war in our own nation. Congratulations, leftist. This is where you've gotten us. Because you won't back down, because you won't grow up, because you won't accept your, you won't accept your, um, what's it called, um, consequences for the actions that you take on a daily basis. You want the ability to do anything with no repercussions, create a human life, and just end it because it's an inconvenience. Like this young lady who's going to lose her fucking mind and break down sobbing because she can't kill her unborn child. It's her right to do that! I'm pissed! I'm here because I'm so mad that I'm losing my fucking rights! There we go. Turn on the waterworks. By the way, liberal tears, they are so delicious. (laughs) And then you hear the beta male come in. The beta male comes in, and what does he say? You want a hug? Come here. Let me get some action off of you. See, that's, that's why beta males hang around women who abort their children. Because all they have to do is let those, those women be in control and then get all the pussy they want. It's actually a pretty smart move. All you have to do is be consoling and, and listen to them. Basically, what you have to be is another woman. That's all you have to be. This interviewer goes on. He's in front of the, the Supreme Court again, and this is the next guy that he catches. This is, this is just an example of the people in our country that have no fucking idea what the fuck they're talking about. About all this. Uh, nah, I just put up my, uh, my, uh, I got a lot of baby mama, so. I got a lot of baby mama, so yeah, we need abortion. Did you hear that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we need abortion bad. We go through it, and we do not go through it, but just keep the chills that we're all believing. There we go. I mean, gibberish. That's what. That's the best we've got in front of the Supreme Court. Now, this next lady is a little bit more articulate. She does not break down, but her argument is unique. Roe v. Wade has been overturned. Did you know that two known sex offenders overturned Roe v. Wade? Men that can't find the fucking clitoris. So there we go. Listen to this. Two sexual predators... On the Supreme Court. You know who she's alluding to. Alleging our pet predators. You see, see, this is when it has been ingrained in the liberals' mind. They hear something. They don't ever hear the solution. They don't hear how, how it came out. They don't know that Christine Blasey Ford, the, the chick that came forward to say that Kavanaugh in particular, raped her, gang raped her, was part of a gang rape that, well, that that, that was all bull- bullshit. All the claims that she made, all the things that she was going to do, she, she still had time to charge him, and they were going to do that in Maryland. And as soon as that was over, as soon as Kavanaugh was put on the Supreme Court, that all stopped. Why? If I had been raped and I could get it to court, I'd, I'd get it charged. But see, yeah, that's the difference. That's the difference between me. I don't have an agenda here. So I don't have to come out and and make charges against someone and then not go in and actually take action to have him (laughs) indicted for the crime. She had the ability to do that. Maryland said they would charge him for that crime from 20 some years ago. And they didn't. Why? Because it was all made up. They knew that when they had to actually give evidence and not just testimony, testimony that happened this last week, where this idiot comes in and makes all these wild claims. She must have, what was her name? Hutchinson. She must have written the Steele dossier. That's how wild her accusations were. But they've got to make these wild claims. Because if they don't make them, the stupid have nothing to believe in. Because stupid people are at the core of what this new world order needs to do what they're going to do next. They need you to believe that your rights are being stolen. It was never a right. You've been tricked into thinking that it was a right, but it was never a right. It should have always been at the state. Because if it's not in the Constitution, it's not a right. You want it to be a, you want it to be a right? Codify it. Get two-thirds of the states to come together and say, yes, we want to add abortion to the Constitution. We want to add that as a right. Good luck with that. Because you need two-thirds of the states. not going to happen. Rainbowhead continues. 
men that can't find the fucking clitoris. There we go. Now we know what the real issue is. Do you hear that? It's not my job to find the clitoris. That's your job. You want satisfied? Satisfy yourself. Not my job. I've always looked at sex as a as a as a race. I win. <laughs> yes, I'm being facetious. It's amazing to me in a political conversation, which is what she's trying to have, that she brings up the clit, which just seems odd to me that in a political conversation, you bring up something like, oh, and men can't find the clit. Imagine if I brought that up in a conversation with a woman. My rights have been trampled and women don't know how to suck dick. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't have a place. That means that she doesn't have an argument. She's just ranting. She's railing. She's, she doesn't have any idea what she's really talking about. She just wants to be angry and get her, get her feelings out so everyone knows her feelings. She continues. What we do with our bodies. Mm-hmm. This is inhumane Mm-mm. and disgusting. And the it, fact- it, abortion is disgusting. At least we agree on something. That an abortion has more of a penalty than rape. No. No, it doesn't. But continue. This is a war on women. No. It's not. It's a war to save unborn children. If you don't want to have the kids, keep your legs shut or be on something that keeps you from either a condom or um, anything but the, the, the vagina. You don't want to be knocked up. We know what the problem is. You don't want to be fat. Don't eat a lot of food. It's amazing how much weight I lost when I stopped participating in the thing that was making me fat. If you don't want to get knocked up, don't do the thing that gets you knocked up or... Protect yourself. And yes, even with protection, from time to time, there's going to be an issue. So again, there's an opportunity that you could get knocked up. And again, abortion's not illegal. You just have to pay for your consequences now, meaning that you might have to go to another state to get that done. You might have to cross several states to get that done. It's called a consequence of your actions. If you're not prepared to to travel four or five states away to get rid of that child that you've created with another human because that's the only way that it happens. You and another human have to copulate and when you do that, you make another human. You don't make a a clump of cells. You make another human. And that, that should be debated at the state level. Not, Not at the federal level because it's not the Constitution. Okay, I beat that horse to death. Let's continue with Rainbow Head here. We all come from women, mm-hmm. yet these men cannot respect We respect women. you. We respect you. We don't agree with your decisions to use abortion as a contraceptive. Rainbowhead continues. This is only the beginning on a war of women. There's this no war the on women. No. And if you're th- You see, there's no war on women. Like you said, Rainbowhead, all of us came from between the legs of a woman. Every single one of us. You just said it yourself. It's a, war, it's, it's, it's a war on women? How can you say that with your ideology? If anybody can be a woman, and I can be a, a woman right now, how, why, why if, we're all, if we're all fluid and we can float through any gender that we want and be anything that we want, we can be seven types of baboon and then two parts of a donkey and then half of a furry and one-eighth human. And that's okay. You can be whatever you want. Why is it just a woman's right? Why isn't it a man's right? If we can be anything that we want. Abortion should be a human right. That's the way you've got to sell it. It's a human right. It's for you and for me. Here's what I, here's what I don't understand. If a woman decides to have a child, now listen closely to this. If she decides to have a child, you have no say-so. As a male, you've just got to pay the freight for that child for the next 18 to 21 years. I'm fine with that, by the way. That's what you signed up when you put your penis in her vagina. That's what happens. Are we clear? We're, we're, not, we're not kids here. This isn't an eight or nine-year-old talking to you, right? This is an adult. You're an adult, or you should be if you're listening to this podcast. These facts of life, everyone knows from the time they're a child on that if you have sex with another human being, you're going to create another human being. That's the only outcome. Now, of course, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and the left will take that and they'll run with it and they'll say, well, no, you could have an atopic pregnancy. There's a, yeah, mm-hmm, you're right, there are. Those are all medical conditions that can be resolved without an abortion. 
Well, my topic pregnancy, it's not a pregnancy. It's never going to come to fruition. Stop using that excuse. It makes you sound stupid. Rainbow Head continues. Oh, I'm a man. This doesn't affect me. Again, all of a sudden, it's men and women. Have you noticed this argument? Men, 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 men. It's all about men and men and men. Men and women don't exist. There are no genders. Until they need it in the argument. Keep that in the back of your head. This argument right here is clear. All of a sudden, it's women's rights. Women's rights. You're, you're defiling my women's rights, all of you evil old men. Nope. There are no men. All the men are gone. We're all gender fluid. We're all pansexual now. This is what you get, bitch. Let me fucking tell you how it does. No one is going to want to hook up with you. There we go. Did you hear that? Let's repeat that. Let's, let's make sure that we say it one more time so it's very clear. If you can't have abortions, what will happen? No one is going to want to hook up with you. There you go. That's what it's about. No consequences. I keep telling you the same thing over and over and over again. It has nothing to do with abortion. It has to do with no consequences for your actions. Rainbowhead continues. No one is going to want to risk that. Nope. And if someone does want to risk that... We're not raw-dogging it with you. Sorry. Wow. Suddenly, she gets it. If there's no option for abortion, you do the thing that they were doing before. You weren't having the children. You weren't having the unprotected sex. Now, this is all bullshit. You and I both know that as soon as Rainbow Head here gets a little, gets a little booze in her and, and smokes a little weed, that all of a sudden she's going to spread those legs because that's what happens. She'll lose control in that moment when she should have control most. And she'll get stuck with a present that lasts the rest of her life, if she's lucky. And she may hate that child because that child took her youth. But if you're not old enough to deal with the consequences of having a child, keep your goddamn legs shut and keep your penis in your pants. You see, that's a two-way street. If If you don't want a child, if you don't want child support, don't fuck somebody. Don't fuck a woman. I should make that clear. Don't fuck a woman. Not just somebody. A woman. It takes a male and a female. The biology hasn't changed in humans. It hasn't changed in flowers. It hasn't changed in in animal husbandry. If those issues haven't changed, those are still the facts, then if you're a woman, you can get knocked up by a man. That's the potential. If you don't want that, don't do it. If you're a man and you don't want to knock a woman up, then don't knock her up. Don't have sex with her. Until you're in a position that you both want to have a child together and you say, yeah, we're going to do it in nine months or 10 months or a year or two years. There's nothing worse than getting that phone call of, hey, I'm pregnant. I went through it. Yep. Had no choice. She aborted the child. I tried to talk her out of it. She wouldn't do it. Didn't want to get married. Too young. We were 20, 21, 22, 21 at the time. Did not want to get married. Did not want the child. Wanted her life. I had no choice. Couldn't say anything about it. You can't force me to carry this thing. It's not a thing. It's a child. And it's yours. Half of it's yours. Half of that DNA is yours. When that egg entered that cell, it did an incredible thing that it started life. Those two things coming together start life. Because nothing else comes out of that interaction but a human being. You chose to do that. You knew what the consequences were, and you chose to do that. Do that. That's why the left doesn't want this abortion issue to go away. They want on-demand abortions because they can justify anything. They could justify owning people. Now they want to justify killing the young as a right. You know what? Owning people used to be a right, too. Scares the shit out of me when I hear Joe Biden say stuff like, There is no absolute amendment to the Constitution. It's absolute until you get two-thirds of the states together. Good luck, fucker. That's what they're promising their people now. They've been telling them for years that they would codify Roe. We'll do it. We're going to put it into the the Constitution. But you got to vote for us. And you got to give us money. That's what's funny about this whole issue, issue right now is that people, the Democrats, have seen through it. They've seen that they've used abortion, what they thought as a right, as a fundraising technique. And now they're pissed. They're pissed at the Democrats for doing what they've done. But the Democrats haven't delivered on any of these promises. Think back to just the last two elections. We're going to get you $15 an hour. 
then they get in, well, it's more difficult than you think. We're, we're not going to be able to do that after all. We're going to pay off all of your college debt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we lied again. Uh-huh. We're going to codify Roe v. Wade. Yeah. They've had the opportunity so many times, it's not funny. They could have pulled that trigger and done it. They could have done it. They could do it now. I mean, they have the White House. They have the House. They have the Senate. They had it under Obama for two years. And they had a majority in all. They didn't, they didn't need Republicans at all. They could have done it all. They didn't do it. Because they know what, it'll, what it will do. It, they know what it will damage. Or they did know. Now they just don't care. They're going to burn it all down. That's what my fear is for this fall. I don't think, I think what we're going to see this fall is I think we're going to see a huge, um, a huge series of protests and riots across the country. And they're going to start any day. They have to. Democrats cannot allow themselves to be uh, thrown out of office and potentially, potentially investigated, indicted, and uh, prosecuted for the crimes that they've committed over the last six years. We still don't know what's going on in 2020. I'll get to that in a moment with everything that's going on with, with QAnon and the Q and all of that. I've, I've made kind of a, um, an issue of the Q phenomena on social media. And it's amazing to me the number of people that come out and are pissed off that I've broken their, their trust. They, 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 I trusted in you, Kramer. And, and you don't believe in Q? No, why should I? What has Q done? We'll get into that here shortly. Let's continue with Rainbow Head, though. First, I, I'm wondering. It's a Saturday, so I don't have anything to do. So we're just rambling for a while here. Rainbow Head continues. And even condoms are only 98% effective. Wow. All of a sudden, math comes in. COVID. It's only 98% effective. There's a 2% chance I could get knocked up. Okay. Then you better double up on your protection. You better have a pill and he better wear a condom. I'll bet that pretty much does everything that you needed to do at that point. I'm not a doctor, but more treat, more things are better than less things. I'm not risking that. Or if Good. for whatever reason we end up getting pregnant, you're raising a kid for 18 years or paying child support. Yes. You've had that choice for the last 50 years. Women have had that choice for the last 50 years. They could choose to have that child. And then hold support over a man's head. Not all women did that. My son's divorced. He has a child with another, another woman. And they've been amicable. Yeah, they've had their ups and downs. But all people have their ups and downs over, over an 18-year period. But they work it out because it's what's best for the child. My point here is that men have not had that choice. If, if the woman decided to have that child, the man was stuck with that for the next 18 to 21 years. But if the woman decided not to, it was always her choice, 100%. If she chooses to have it, you're stuck with a bill. If she chooses not to have it, you're still stuck with a bill. Most women want the guy to pay for the abortion for whatever reason. I've never heard of them wanting to go halvesies on it, going Dutch. I wonder why. Rainbowhead continues and wraps things up here. How does that sound? Mm -hmm. This is going to affect everyone. So mm -hmm. if you're ignoring this and thinking it's not a problem, it is. Mm -hmm. Fucking wake up. She's upset because she thinks that she's lost the right to be able to do anything that she wants with her body and pay no consequences. That's exactly what's happened. It's sad. We're going to see more out of this. This summer, this issue and others are going to be the, the issues that drive the riots and what's going to happen as we get closer to the election. Go back in 2020. Everybody's saying, well, at this time we were on fire. Yeah, it started, but it, it wasn't there yet. Go back and look at 2020 when everything really heated up. It was just weeks before the election. And mark my words, what, what the Democrats and what the Republican rhinos are going to do over the next few weeks is they're going to start building a case against what they're going to do next. And they're going to utilize these useful idiots to take to the streets. It hasn't ha happened yet, but it will. Because they cannot, they cannot lose power. They're this close to the Great Reset. They're this close to the liberal world order, the new world order. No, they're not stopping now. And they, they're not waiting for you to take to the streets. That's what's amazing to me. Everybody thinks that, well, if we go to the streets, if we take to the streets, that that's just the excuse that they'll use to clamp down on us like they did in Australia. Uh-huh. They don't need an excuse, folks. They're going to do whatever they're going to do. Did you hear the Judge Luddig? Did you hear his testimony in front of the January 6th hearing? that he called us domestic terrorists, that he said that Trump supporters are a clear and present danger to democracy. Mm -hmm. 
They're setting it up, folks. They're setting up the narrative right now. Those who believe in Q are sitting on their asses, waiting for the military to ride in on white horses and save our asses. They have no idea who they're listening to. They have no idea who Q is, but they have full faith that whoever Q is is going to come save them. So they keep saying the same thing. Don't do anything. Q's got this. They're working behind the scenes right now. Mm -hmm. I've been working behind the scenes. And if there's one person I haven't run into yet, it's Q or anyone with Q. But more important than Q not being there, do you know, do you know who else isn't there? You. You're not there. You've been lulled into believing that someone else is fighting for your rights, and so you don't have to. They're doing all the heavy lifting behind the scenes. You just sit on your ass, and you do what you're going to do, and you wait for Q to take action. We've been waiting for two years. We're coming up on the 22 election. We haven't resolved what happened in 2020 yet. Do you honestly think that we're going to have an election this fall? No. Nope. And then when, when this all happens... Or let's say that they, let's say that we do have it. There's two options for the election this fall. Between now and and November, they have to come up with a reason not to have the election or to change how we do the election across the board, across the nation. That's the only way it can happen. It cannot be a fair election if these Democrats do not want to go to jail. If they don't want to hang, if they don't want to be tried, not just for uh, crimes against the American people, but crimes against humanity. The, the CEOs that knew what their, their drug did at Pfizer, they know what it does. The, the evidence is there. We've read the Pfizer documents. Those people... And all of them that are politically connected with this whole issue and, and the, the, the election of 2020, the, the election of 2016, all of these issues, everybody involved in the FBI and the CIA and anybody in the deep state that has been a part of this process, they don't want to go to jail. They do not want to lose their jobs. They do not want to be hung for treason. So they're going to do everything that they can. And they can do a lot. Why? Well, they're the ones in power right now, folks. So in the next three and a half months, what can we expect from the left? I would have you take a look and and go back and look at 2020. Now, here's the difference between now and 2020. In 2020, our nation was in the best economy the world had ever seen. Lowest unemployment. Highest wages. It was nirvana. And the Democrats came in and fucked it up because they're pissed off. They took that away from you. And now we're going to go to war in this country because they're pissed off like little children. We've got to come in and smack them upside the head and tell them who the real bosses are again. Remind them what toxic masculinity does when you decide that you want to go to war because if you can't own people, you might as well be able to kill them in the womb. That's the mentality and the ideology of the left. Guys, if you don't wrap your head around the fact that no one's coming to save you, There's no one coming to get you. There's no one working behind the scenes right now that is a white hat in the military. The military has been leveraged. We're not in control of it. Joe Biden and his minions are. You think that Trump's in control of the military? You think that Trump forced his troops that he's going to need? You think that he forced them to take this jab because he's in charge? The people that had to lose their jobs because they refused to take it. Do you think that that was Trump's plan? You think that's Q's plan is to make you lose your job, lose your livelihood, lose your home, lose everything that you've worked for. That's Q's plan. Q's a fucking moron. I don't care what he's showing. This pedophilia issue that everybody, well, he made us all aware of pedophilia and how how widespread it was. Uh Uh-huh. What have you done with that information? What have you done? No, you haven't done anything. The vast majority of you haven't. You're waiting for somebody else to do it for you. The White Hats, they're going to come in and write in and save the day. You see, that's the difference between that mentality, the Q mentality, is a leftist mentality. Let the big state take care of you. Somebody else is going to do it for you. Rugged American individualism says, fuck that. I'm going to take action. I'm going to prepare. I'm going to get ready. I see what's coming. If you do not see what's happening, if you think that we're going to keep on this plane where it's going to be just a little rough, then we're going to, it's not. The world is falling apart. Our fiat currency is dead. They want to upset everything because they've they, the Ponzi scheme is over. They've run out of money and gold. They've spent it all. 
And just like the abortion rights people, they don't want to pay the consequences for their actions. We're just going to change the rules of the game. You'll own nothing and be happy. This coming from the same people who will take to the streets this summer, rape, burn, pillage, riot, loot, because they're unable to kill their unborn children. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what we're up against. That's what we're really fighting. It's, not, it's no longer left and right, people. It's no longer left and right. It's good and evil. That's where we are in this country. They want to take away the right for you to be able to defend yourself at the same time that they're allowing criminals to go free. Oh, it's, it's not, you know, prison is a, is a social construct and we can't be having people in prison because, well, they just made a mistake. Mm-hmm. They killed someone. Yeah, that's wrong. Unless it's on the inside of the womb. On the outside of the womb, you've got 28 days, and, and then it, it gets progressively worse because, you know, somebody that's only 28 days long, how much could you really love them? You've only just met them, and if they died, okay. Mm-hmm. I've seen people cry harder for the lo- a lost pet than they would for a lost child. You know who I'm talking about. You probably work with someone or related to someone that's like that. They can't be a part of the conversation. If you don't care about children, you can't be a part of the conversation. One of the biggest issues that we've seen here in the last, well, in the last particular five or six years is dishonesty in the media. And this abortion issue is just one more example of that, where huge lies are told in the media, and no one is there uh, either willing or knowledgeable enough to counter what they're saying on air. Let's take a look at through through some of these. These are these are th- this issue right here is one of the biggest issues that I have with the media. I came from media. media. Um, that's where I learned the tricks of the trade on how to how to present and do what we're doing now. Uh, they taught me how to do this. That's why I'm so good against the leftist. I know all of their tricks. I know how they edit. I know how they do things. For example, like this story right here. Take a listen. We're looking at times from the past year when the media straight up lied to their audiences, whether to serve a narrative or push an agenda. These are five of the worst intentional media deceptions of 2021. Here's our first pick. 60 Minutes uses deceptive editing to generate a scandal out of thin air. In April, Sharon Alfonsi from CBS gave this report on 60 Minutes, where she gave the impression that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis was caught up in a pay-to-play scandal involving vaccine distribution in Miami. Basically, she claimed that DeSantis was taking payoffs to approve certain retailers to distribute the vaccine, but not others. At one point, they ran this clip of her confronting the governor at a press conference, followed by this angry denial from him. The criticism is that it's pay to play, governor. It's wrong. It's a fake narrative. I just disabused you of the narrative and you don't care about the facts because obviously I laid it out for you in a way that is irrefutable. And so it's clearly not. Except they completely cut out the first two minutes of his response to her which included an avalanche of points that, if true, would disprove her pay-to-play theory. In other words, they edited his substantive answer into a dismissive dodge. Moving on to number two, from the Washington Post, there's no migrant surge at the southern U.S. border. Here's the Washington Post's fact-checker, Glenn Kessler, pushing this non-factual article around on Twitter. There's literally no wiggle room on the numbers, by the way. Look at the CBP data on border crossings. That blue line is 2021. Yeah, one of the things that they tell you when you first get into broadcasting is do not air things that have graphs or pictures and then try to explain them. So, so what I'll tell you is this blue line, substantially higher than all the other lines because of the surge of people. Yeah, I'll do better at this. <laughs> Our reporter continues. You could write this article at any point in 2021 and it would still be wrong. Later on, the Post changed the title to The Migrant Surge at the U.S. Southern Border is Actually a Predictable Pattern. Mm -hmm. In other words, this article was supposed to be damage control for Biden. And hey, by the way, here's candidate Biden back in 2019 actually promising a surge at the border if he's elected. I would, in fact, make sure that there is we immediately surge to the border. Do you hear that? The thing that he's been saying that he didn't say, he just said. That kind of that came out of his pie hole. All those people are seeking asylum. Yeah, okay. Seek asylum. You can do that from your home country. You do not have to come up to the border. You do not have to be granted entry into this country so that you can get a date for enter for the, your court case for entering this, this country illegally. We give this article four Pinocchios. It's pure disinformation. Yep. Number three. 
CNN lies. By the way, by the way, when the media gives you disinformation, it's propaganda. It's not a lie. It's not disinformation. It's propaganda. It's being directed by the White House. It's being directed directly by those people who want you to believe a specific thing that isn't true. It's lies. It's propaganda. That's what the media is, is participating in the, with these days with the left. Not happening with the right. You don't see the right doing this. You don't see the right having the opportunity. And Fox is in our outlet. I wish the left would give that up. Nobody with half a brain listens to Fox for anything other than the daily, here's what they're pissed off about today. I don't take anything that they say with, with a grain. I take everything they say with a grain of salt. I do not believe in anything that they tell me. I research everything. Joe Rogan is taking medicine intended for livestock. Joe Rogan, popular podcaster. You've probably heard of him. When Rogan caught COVID, he said he was treating it with ivermectin, which is an oral medication that people take for parasitic infections. Thing yep. is, it's also used in way higher go. doses to treat livestock for worms. Yep. So CNN ran with this technicality and falsely claimed no less than six times that Rogan was trying to treat his coronavirus with a horse deworming agent. So, yep. yeah, pretty dishonest. Not just dishonest, a lie. I mean, here's the thing. Xanax is also given to dogs. Did you know that? The drug Xanax, the, the mood-calming Xanax, that, that's also given to dogs. That's given to pets. There's a version of it given to pets. So if you take Xanax, then you're taking a dog tranquilizer. Yeah, you see how that works? That's what the media does. They do two things. They build a story and they build around where they know that the narrative isn't 100% true, but man, it's sensational. It's going to sell on TV. And then the other side of that, they just, they just fucking lie. You know it and I know it. We've all seen it. We saw it happen on election night in 2020. Uh, NBC gets their chance. CNN, I'm sorry, gets their chance next. Here we go. Joe Rogan, the Joe Rogan story where not only did CNN say that, that Joe Rogan was taking a, a horse dewormer, but they also changed the graphics of his image to make him look sicker than he was. They removed the red from his face and made his face look green. Yes, you can do that. They did it. The problem with it is that they did it to everything in the image. They're very bad at it. They're lazy. If I were going to do that, I would have rotoscoped um, Rogan out, made him a separate plate. The background wouldn't have changed. I would have changed his face, and you wouldn't have been able to tell the difference. It would have looked like he was sick, but they changed the color on everything. Here's where things get really twisted, though, mm -hmm. because when the whole thing blew up, CNN's PR department gave this absolutely bonkers statement to The Washington Post. The only thing that CNN did wrong here was bruise the ego of a popular podcaster mm -hmm. who pushed dangerous conspiracy theories and risked the lives of millions of people in doing so. So he risked lives by taking a drug. Think about that. What they, they don't want you being an example. You can't do things on your own because other people may follow you. Well, he's influential. He can't do that. He's influential. People may follow him and not follow us or believe us. We'll lose authority. We'll lose control. That's what it's about, folks. This whole thing has been about control. If, you, if you're not awake to that yet and you're still believing the old narrative, that there are people working behind the scenes to save your life, to save your freedoms, you're being childishly naive. Again, I'll say it again. There is no cue. No, I was not paid to say that. You may not like what I just said, but it's the truth. If you look at my record over the last two years on the issues that I've talked about, the issues that I've researched and discussed, go back and look at that information. Is it true? Did it stand the test of time? Yes, it did. That's why they're not warning us about COVID anymore. That's why they're not giving these giving these community guidelines violations. Do you know, here, here's the deal. The community guidelines violations on these platforms, these social media platforms, have to be enforced. The system itself doesn't enforce them. It's the people on the system enforce them. They're the police. That's what they're counting on. That's what they've done in China. Everybody becomes a narc because it gives them social presence, social credits. So you become a narc because, so you can get prices off of food. Hey, you know, Joe over there, I don't think he's paying his taxes. And in fact, I'm sure. So I'm going to turn him into the IRS and I'm going to get a percentage of whatever they get. Mm -hmm. By the way, it's a real thing. You can't do that. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that or not. If you know somebody's not paying their taxes, you can turn them in and the, the IRS will give you a percentage of what they get from them. Don't do it to somebody who owes $30,000. It's pittance, right? What you want to get is somebody who's, oh, I don't know, millions of dollars in taxes. Millions of dollars in taxes that they owe. That's why I turned in Hunter Biden. That's why I per turned in Joe Biden. Let me see if I can get a piece of that money. 
because they have unpaid bills or the unpaid tax bills. They, they didn't pay taxes on the money that they got illegally. Over $5 million in Joe's bank account. He has no idea how it got there. You got $5 million in your bank account. I'm pretty sure you know exactly how it got there. Mm-hmm. Story continues. So based on this statement, the people running CNN think it's okay to intentionally lie to audiences yep. in service of a greater good. Yep. They admit to doing this. Yep. And they actually seem proud of it. Yep. And it's only going to get worse because there's nobody reining them in. There's nobody saying you can't do that. They have full control. They can do whatever the fuck they want right now. And they've got plenty of help from the right. Rhinos who, who come forward to be allies because they want to be accepted, be, be part of the, the cool kids. One of those is the idiot from Illinois, Adam Kensinger. He's talking at the McCourt School. It's the Institute of Politics and Public Service at Georgetown University. Here's what this idiot, a man who, who stood up and, and put his, his hand on the Bible and swore an oath to the Constitution, this is what this man is telling your children while you're hard at work trying to make life better. This is what he's telling your children, subverting everything that you've done in your home. This is what this man is doing. This is what he's telling children to do. If, if your ideas are different than your, your parents, if your ideas are different, they may have been radicalized by Fox News and you've got to turn them in. Adam Kinzinger. Um, I think in some cases, if mom or dad has been, you know, radicalized by this TV station or the other. This TV station or the other, you know, one of those places that we're standing for your rights and telling you what's going on. Those, those places. Yeah. If you listen to those, you're radical. There's really no benefit to trying to convince them otherwise. I think in that case, it's just to show love. So he wants to show love. Now, I'm going to show you a unique way later in this clip that Adam Kinzinger shows love. You're going to love it because it's the left. It's what they do. He's not showing love. And, you, and, and he'll tell you exactly what his process of love is. I'm going to show love. Listen closely. Um, at the same time, you don't have to subject yourself to abuse. See, I'm going to show love, but as soon as someone says but, whatever comes after that is a direct contradiction to what they just said. Honey, I, I really love you, but do you hear anything? Do you hear anything after the but? That's where all the information they really want to tell you is. They soft soap you up front. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I think we should do everything with love. But if these motherfuckers say something you don't like, you can kick them out of your life. Kinzer is about to tell a story of his uncle, uh, or cousin, I'm sorry, a cousin of his father's. You know, this the recent one of the recent uh, January 6 rioters that was uh, convicted and put in prison. His son had to testify against him and said, my dad threatened to kill me if I taught if I told the law enforcement about his involvement in January 6. That is a toxic relationship. I would agree if dad said that, but we don't know if dad said that. There's so much lying going on anymore, and there's so much myths, truth. You can't even trust the media, and I'm supposed to believe this son. I don't know what the fuck is going on with that relationship, and I don't know why that would go on. Did it happen? Possible. But then Hutchinson just came in front of, of Congress and told a ton of lies, and nobody's saying shit about it. So I don't trust anything that these motherfuckers say anymore, and you shouldn't either. This cunt continues. A year ago, I got a letter from my dad's cousins, and it started out with, oh my, what a disappointment you are to us and to God. Yes. And, and, and your cousins, your dad's cousins are not alone. Millions of Americans feel the exact same way about you, Adam. And it went through how I've lost the trust of Mark Levin. I'm like, oh, great. Okay. You see, I don't care about that. I don't care what Mark believes in. I don't care what Mark thinks. Do you care what Mark Levin thinks on a day-to-day basis? Do you care? I don't care. You shouldn't either. But he thinks that's a big issue. Look at him smile. He, you don't get to see the video, but he's, he's smirking like, <laughs> I've lost, I've lost the, 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 the trust of Mark Levin. And <laughs> that's just fine with me. Let's see what he says about it. And, uh, but it was my dad's cousins disowning me because of my position on January 6th. Okay, now listen to how he solves this. They haven't threatened anything. They just said they're disappointed. He's decided he's no longer going to have a conversation with them because he doesn't like what they've said. Listen how he shows love to those that are closest to him, his family. How does Adam Kensinger show love? I didn't try to convince them. Yep. Didn't have a debate. Didn't talk to them. I forgave them in my heart. He forgave them in his heart. 
And then what did he do next? And I cut off all contact with him, and I have no desire to ever see or hear from these people again. What kind of love is that, folks? That's someone who can believe two contradictory things at the same time and not see it for what it is. I'm just going to show them love. He'll say it here in a moment. I'm just going to show them love by cutting them out of my life. Now, as soon as you cut someone out of your life, and this happens everywhere, the situation of us and them, the two tribes, comes into motion. And now you can dehumanize those people because you're no, they're no longer part of us, they're part of them. Sociologists, psychologists will say this is exactly how you tear apart a nation. This right here. Listen to what he just said. I want to play this back again. Listen to what he says, what his solution is. Listen closely. Contact with him and I have no desire to ever see or hear from these people again. Now you know, during the Civil War, how it got to be that father fought against father, or son. Son against father, brother against brother. Now you know. This is how it happened. Folks, if you listen through his, if you go back through history and you listen to historians and you listen to the tales that they told, we are in those times again. We are at a revolutionary slash civil war situation in this country because our politicians are doing this. They're not standing up for what they, what they said they were or who they were. They're standing up with their ideology. They're not standing with the Constitution. And their version of love is to, is to separate, not have anything to do with you, and then be able to go after you because, well, you're not us, you're them. Listen again. Now, he's going to say this, and he's going to say love. He's going to include love. How can you love someone who you've cut out of your life? So I think to the extent your parents and stuff and whatever, the, like, you don't need to. Um, and I know it's hard sometimes if, you know, but just try to love them the best you can. But if- Adam Kinzinger style. Love them the best you can. You don't have to disagree with them, but you got to love them. And the way that you love them is you cut them out of your life. That's his message. You can sit there in a nice three-piece suit and sit there and you can tell these kids, this is how you do it, and I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a U.S. congressman, and you should listen to me because I got it all figured out. And the best, way to get, the best way to get your way is not to listen to anybody else and just cut them out of your life. Don't debate with them. Don't, don't have a conversation. Don't see their side. Cut them out. If something's toxic and it's harming you, then, then cut, it, cut it off. There you go. That's Adam Kinzinger Love. If, if you feel something's toxic to you, just cut it off. Don't deal with it. Just cut them off. Don't talk to them. Don't debate. Don't have a conversation. Don't see their side. Just cut them off. And that right there, that right there is the tolerant right. Look at how much they have in common with the tolerant left. People on the left, just like this guy. This guy and Adam Kinzinger are allies, and Adam Kinzinger would never say that they're allies, but they are. Why? Because they're talking from the same angle. Listen closely. Here's a video of Liz Cheney dunking on Dinesh D'Souza. No, he's really overselling this. There was no dunking of Dinesh D'Souza. D'Souza's conspiracy film in front of the whole country. And it's not a conspiracy if it's true. The footage shows that it's true, but I digress. Donald Trump now, quote, clings to more fantastical theories such as Dinesh D'Souza's debunked 2,000 mules. Not debunked. Okay. Where has it been debunked? Where can I find that information? You see, one of the big things that I always ask is when somebody makes a statement, when somebody says something, where can I find that? I'll always tell you where you can find it. If I found it, you can find it. Right? I may not give you the direct link, but I'll tell you where to go look. My, your research is not my job. And when I'm in the position to, to supply the link as part of a story, we do that automatically. We try to do it every time. What we generally try to do, though, is let you hear these people in their own words, unedited, not boxed in. Not one phrase out of a two-minute piece, but we'll get our th- 15 seconds out of a two-minute piece to make them look bad. We'll play the whole piece. We, we, we can. But it's, it's, it's asshats like this guy right here that, that thinks that, that Liz Cheney's got Dinesh D'Souza. And so D'Souza, well, he comes back after being attacked by Liz Cheney on the Cong- floor of Congress. And immediately after she called him out, Dinesh went on a Twitter rant. A Twitter rant where he, he says the following. Challenging her and Bill Barr to a debate about voter fraud. Voter fraud which doesn't exist. Really? By the way, I call this guy Bucky Beaver. He's got a mouthful of teeth. I don't know how he talks. It's, it's, it's like a chomper's going. Anyway, I digress. Um, my point with this video is this. He's not paying attention to the information, so he doesn't know if there's fraud or not. 
What he doesn't know is that in Georgia, they just found out that a Democrat, because we're looking at this information on a regular basis, they just found out in Georgia that a Democrat, when they went back and looked at the votes again in Georgia, that a Democrat got 3,000 more votes than, they, than, than, than what was tallied the initial time. They gained 3,000 votes. Something's wrong, folks. The election system is flawed. They're cheating nine different ways to Sunday. Tomorrow, on tomorrow's podcast, this is the issue that we're going to talk about. We're going to delve in. It's going to be a long podcast because we're going to be going through Joe Von Pulitzer's complete um, presentation on the 27th of June to the, uh, the people of Arizona about their paper ballots and how bad the system in Arizona was and that Maricopa must be decertified, which is what's happened. Because the information, the data, the evidence is so compelling. They've decided to take action. Meanwhile, you're sitting here on your ass, on your device, on your mobile device, saying nothing's going to happen. Why do I preach at you so hard? Because you've been sitting on your ass for two years waiting for Q or somebody else to come save you. It doesn't happen that way. For those of us that are showing up for the hearings, for those of us that are working behind the scenes, for those of us that are helping, trying to help get candidates uh, elected, for those of us who are trying to change the system, and get back to what we had and remove these people that are trying to take our power. Your constitutional rights are your power. You have more power than they do. The Constitution gives you more rights. It doesn't give government any rights. It doesn't give politicians any rights. It's, it gives you all the rights. They've bastardized, by, they've bastardized those rights to make you believe something that isn't true. For 50 years, they've told you you can't have a gun because we said so. Constitution says we can. For 50 years, they've been killing the unborn because they said it's their right. It's not their right, not in the Constitution. They've inferred a right. They've justified what they want to do. They don't want consequences. Well, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. The actions that these liberals, Marxist, socialist, anti-Americans, and rhinos have done in conjunction with each other is all the reason that we need to exercise our rights as spelled out in the Constitution. We have the authority from that piece of paper, the rules on how we run our country, that says when they're doing their job poorly, we have the right to remove them from office and start again. But there's a little hiccup in that plan, and this is it. The hiccup is this. You have to be willing to lose everything to do the right thing. And you're not there yet. You haven't lost it all yet. In the next three and a half months, you will. These gas prices aren't going anywhere. The food prices aren't going anywhere. The supply chain issue isn't going anywhere. In our country, you can't buy a car right now. You can't get the car you want. Oh, that's a, that's a first world problem. That's so sad. That's what the left says. Go buy an electric vehicle. Mm -hmm. That's the solution. That's what their solution is. Don't think about the issues. Don't think about what's going on. Think back. Just two years ago, how different your life was. The question that you have to ask right now, before we even have the elections, if we have them at all, I don't think we will. I may be wrong, and I'll eat crow when that day comes. If we have the elections and they go off without a hitch, and the red wave happens, and all the investigations start, all that bullshit happens— I will gladly come on here and say, you know, I was wrong, but I don't think I am. I don't see how we can have these elections. I mean, if you take a look at it from just a strategic standpoint, if you know that you're guilty of a crime and that you're going to either go to jail or potentially even be executed for your crimes against humanity, would you allow yourself to go to jail? Would you allow yourself to be put in a position to where you could lose that position Lose your power? Get investigated by those, those racist Trumpsters? And potentially go to jail or even be executed? These are all possibilities. We're no longer talking about just breaking laws. We're talking about treason here, folks. The actions that these politicians have taken overseas. John Kerry alone, talking to foreign nations and negotiating with foreign nations as an unelected official is illegal. You can't do that. John Kerry did it. And by the way, he flew all around the planet on a private jet doing so. The guy who's so concerned about the planet, he can't, can't seem to, to make that sacrifice to fly commercial. That's, that's too much of an ask. But you should. In fact, you shouldn't even fly. 
In closing today, folks, I'm going to say it very bluntly. I don't apologize to anyone for telling the truth. I don't apologize to anyone for saying things that they don't want to hear when they're the truth. The truth is the truth. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. North is north. Regardless of if you're in a hurricane, tornado, or your wife is yelling at you, north is north. These things never change. Clarence Thomas said that. Regardless of what's going on in your life, right is right, wrong is wrong. It doesn't matter what's happening. Right is right, wrong is wrong. Good is good, evil is evil. That's what we're up against today, folks. It's not left and right. It's good versus evil. People who believe that they can own other people now being upset that they can't kill the unborn. That's the same ideology. They can justify anything. I don't care what the left says about me. They, they'll call me a racist. They'll call me a xenophobe. They've got all these names for me. I'm not trying to take anyone's rights. I'm not trying to kill the unborn. I'm not trying to take people's guns. I'm not trying to get into their lives and make them take a medication against their will. I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying to limit their free speech. I'm not trying to limit their ability to move in society because they don't have a medication in their body. I'm not trying to do that. That's the left. And if you think that Q is coming to save you, you're sadly mistaken. You may not like it. You may want to let me know what you have to say about it. Feel free. You can reach me at syndication at KramerSays.com. Reach out. I can't wait. I love debate. I love conversation. You can hit me up at syndication at KramerSays.com. That is S-Y-N-D-I-C-A-T-I-O-N. I don't expect you to do that. Just Google if you don't know how to spell syndication at KramerSays.com. C-R-A-M-E-R-S-E-Z.com. KramerSays.com. We will be doing this on a regular basis now. Every day. We're getting close. What's going to happen in this country in the next three and a half months is going to make history. You are living through history at this time right now. I fully expect to see father against father, son against son. That's, that's where we are in this country right now, folks. It is that fucking split. It is that fucking divided. Three and a half months. We will know everything in three and a half months. We will know what the Democrats are willing to do. We will know what the New World Order is willing to do. It's going to happen within the next three and a half months. They have to do it now. If they don't do it now, it's never going to happen. And they don't want to go to jail. But it's not going to be Q. It's going to be people like you, me, Joe Von Pulitzer, Wendy Williams, all of these people that have been working for the last two years behind the scenes to get this taken care of, to correct it, to put the people who did this in jail and make sure that it never happens again. That's our show for today. Uh, join us tomorrow. Tomorrow's show is going to be an awesome one. It may be a three or four hour podcast, honestly. Uh, we're going to dive into Joe Von Pulitzer's um, assessment of what happened in Maricopa County, Arizona with their paper ballots. That's all he looks at. What happened with the paper ballots? What did they find wrong? What were the anomalies? What were the inconsistencies? And what were the things that couldn't be accounted for but anything but cheating? And we'll get into that tomorrow, right here on the Kramer Says Podcast. Get more at KramerSays.com. KramerSez.com.